Okay, good afternoon, good to see everybody. Welcome to the library. My name is Troy Swanson, I'm the library department chair. This is a super special treat for us, a first that so I know special. of having a chef demo in the library. So we're excited to welcome uh, Chef Rose Deneen, who's one of our um, culinary faculty members with Agnes, who's her student assistant. She's gonna talk about um, her new book, Baking with Vegetables, which is super exciting. Um, there'll be copies for sale and talk about her process and her work. So with that, some I will- and pass out samples, yes. So thank you for being here. Thank you all. Thank you. Thank you for coming. Uh, like you said, I am uh, the baking and pastry instructor over in culinary. Uh, Agnes is one of my students, good students. In fact, she's got to fill out the scholarship application when she gets back. So um, such a good student. So thank you for helping. Um, for those of you who don't know me, um, I, I went to school for journalism. I was going to be a newspaper writer. And um, at age 30, I thought, nope, I'm going to go be a pastry chef. So went to culinary school and started working as a pastry chef and started teaching part-time at Triton uh, at Harper College. And then I started here part-time in 2010. And then 2011, I got a full-time job here. So uh, obviously been here ever since. How many of you like collect cookbooks? like I do. Oh, I had about 200. Anyone can top that? Can anyone top 200? Okay. Agnes, how many do you have? 20? Okay. Um, but when I became a pastry chef, I kind of became obsessed. And so I would go to the library. Remember the library had, you know, you could, you'd have to look it up and go find the book. And I'd take it home and I would just, I couldn't get enough recipes. And so I just kind of became this cookbook kind of like, I don't know, savant. Where it's like, I just like, wow, that was great design. Oh, wow, it was easy to read those recipes and got a lot of ideas. And, and, and never was in my radar, though, to write a cookbook. I don't know why, uh, considering what I'd done. But I, you know, two years ago, I said, well, I have great recipes for carrot cake and cornbread and like everyone's eating a lot more vegetables. Would you guys agree? Do you feel like you're eating more vegetables these days? Why do you think that is? But I'm sorry, what? But they've always been there. But now you can buy them like this, right? Now you can buy them what we call convenience, right? You don't have to do a all chopped up, ready to put in the microwave or whatever. And cauliflower's everywhere, yeah? Pizza crust, everywhere, everyone's on this cauliflower. You can make mashed potatoes with cauliflower. So I started thinking, could I do a whole cookbook with vegetables? And start with my carrot cake. My carrot cake uh, was my first cake I ever made as a teenager. My dad, every, every birthday, he had to have a carrot cake. No icing, just a carrot cake. So, you know, but could I do a whole book wrapped around vegetables and bake with it and yeast breads, not just sweet things. And so I took holiday break, that must have been 2017 to 2018, and I just started whipping a bunch of, you know, things and like, I think I have a book here. So sure enough, I found a publisher and there's 51 recipes in this book. Uh, all of them are so easy to make. You don't have to go to Amazon to order anything. You can go to Jewel, Target, Meyer for all the ingredients. And some are very fast and convenient. Some take a little longer. But um, 
Agnes, you did try a few things, right? Yeah. I would bring in items right into class, yeah. right? Do you remember all that stuff I'd bring? I'd go, okay, here I have something to try. Do you remember? Yeah, all of them. I, oh, the one was uh, mushroom rye bread. Yeah. Has anyone ever had mushroom bread? Right? I've, I've never seen mushroom bread, so I'm doing my research. It's like, why don't people make mushroom bread? Like, is there a reason? So I'm doing the research and it says something about mushrooms and yeast don't like each other. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, let me just try one. So I threw one together, took some mushrooms, sauteed them, chopped them up, threw them into a bread. Oh, this is pretty good. And I bring it. And the one day Chef Jeannie goes, it reminds me of cream of mushroom soup. You guys, you know, okay. So well, I said, can I, can I put a can of cream of mushroom soup in the bread? and make it creamy, and, and sure enough, it worked. So the mushroom bread probably took me seven, eight times of making it over and over till I got the right formulation, and um, just amazing. So the book is full of a lot of really, hopefully, interesting recipes. I do have some samples of things for you today. Um, let's talk about the first one. Uh, how many of you like beets? Do you sit there and roast them? How do you cook them? You what? You take them out of the jar? <laughs> and actually, that's what I ended up using, because I'd like, OK. So they have packages of pre-made. They're in sealed packages. They're um, uh, peeled steamed, ready to eat. Is that what you're talking about, Tara? And so I thought, okay, let me try pureeing it. So I find recipes all over, chocolate, beet, chocolate beet this, chocolate beet that. I'm like, you know, can I make like a banana bread? Can I make a bread with beet puree instead of banana puree something? So basically, these turn into this. And when you puree, so hopefully you have a food processor, you puree the vegetables, then you can do anything with it, really. And so let me get a knife, I'll cut this to show you. So what? No, well, if you want to take it the old fashioned way, but Jewel carries the package, like we said, in Trader Joe's, you said, Tara? And usually organic, and it's, they're already peeled steamed, ready to eat. So like she said, she just slices and put on salad. So I throw them in the puree, I put them in the blender, food processor, and then I have a puree, and then I can use it like I would a banana puree, make a bread. So um, I'm like, well, what goes with beets, you know? And I'm like, walnuts and yogurt. So this is a really healthy bread, honestly. Beets, walnuts, uh, Greek yogurts in here. So really very healthy bread. And you know what, You'll nev you never realize there's beets. So if you have someone in your life or yourself who doesn't like vegetables and you want to sneak them in, they'll never know there's beets in here, something healthy for them. The batter comes out like almost a beautiful red, beautiful pink batter, and then it bakes and it's brown, almost looks like zucchini or banana bread, and you never know. Do you like beets? 
Now, what's your thought? Do you want to have the samples as we're talking about it? So maybe you can ask me questions. Okay. So basically, yeah, it's really about having a food processor blender and taking vegetables of any kind and pureeing it and make something with it. Um, I do have my book here. It's twenty dollars. I'll sign it for you. You get you get a, um, a bookmark that I made. So kind of special. Does someone have their hand up? Yes. No, I, I, I would not want to go through all this process, right? So that's why I buy those ready-to-eat, ready ready-to-use beets. You could do that. You, you, could, you can absolutely do that. But I tried to find them in jars. But in jars, they're all like in vinegar, salt. I really couldn't. I was trying to look for a convenient way. But so when I was in produce and I saw the package of steamed ready-to-eat peel, uh, beets. I'm like, oh, that's easy. So, and I have that all in the book in the front. I talk about how to use the vegetable, where to buy it, how to do that. Um, so go ahead and bring a tray around and let them try the, um, so yeah, the beet bread's right on top. And then if you want to wait on the other ones, we can talk about it. But I want to see what you think. Um, in the book, I put an icing on. Speak, oh, Matt's here. You know, I really wish Glenn Carpenter could be here today because, <laughs> no, Glenn did all the photos. Oh, I know. So Glenn did all the photos for the book. So it was a lot of fun doing uh, the photos with him. So, um, so yeah, walnuts and the beets and ginger. Ginger's good for you. So just don't tell anyone. Go, shh. It's, it's a healthy bread, really. It's very healthy for you. So I hope you like it. But it's amazing this kind of rough-looking vegetable turns into this beautiful bread. Well, take the whole, take the whole, um, yeah, take the whole cup. There you go. What kind of what? So in the book, in the icing, just powdered sugar, and I would just take, you could take orange juice, you can take water, milk. I actually did in the, in the book, beet juice. You can buy beet juice in a jar, 100% beet juice, and then make an icing with it. Do you taste beets? Isn't it amazing? So same with um, the cookie you're going to eat today. How many of you eat butternut squash? Okay. Do you buy it like this? It's hard to get through though, right? Hard to get a knife through it, to roast it and everything. You go into the store, right? Convenience items and produce. Here they have um, butternut squash rotini. Jewel? Yeah? By all the, yeah, by all the produce, they'll have specialty. They have sweet potato fettuccine. They had butternut squash. Yeah. Look like, they look like fries, right? Um, also, when I did the book, they had spirals. Do you know how they're doing all those zucchini spirals? Um, but they're not selling. They used to sell butternut squash spirals, but maybe in the fall they will. Okay. So for the cookie and the recipe I gave you, I used these, processed into very small pieces, which are called rice pieces, put them into a cookie. Again, uh, you could put walnuts in it. I put cranberries in it. I took a basic oatmeal cookie, right? 
So when you're developing a new, anyone feel like they've ever written a recipe? Anybody? Have you, Tara? Well, recipes cannot be trademarked. There's a reason, because there's just, everybody's got, okay. But so as I'm developing these, just like this was banana bread, right? So then I change out the beet, you know, for the bananas. Uh, the same with these oatmeal cookies. I'm like, could I put in um, these little pieces of butternut squash, and how would they bake, and how would it taste? And I put some cranberries. So please try the cookie. There's oatmeal in here dried cranberries, little pieces of butternut squash. And again, you could tell your kids, oh, they're carrots, or, but I don't feel like you can taste the, the squash. Did she not get, did you not get one? She didn't get one. Very soft cookie, right? Do you taste the squash? Again, hiding that little bit of vegetable in there. Um, so it was a lot of fun, you know, to try and come up with something new. Of course, you know, carrots, we all have here, carrot cake. Um, sweet potatoes, if you don't want to roast the sweet potatoes, what can you do? Right? You buy the canned yams. Is yams the same as the sweet potato? They're different. Botanically, they're different. Are they similar in texture and flavor? Uh, a little bit, okay? So yes, in my book I say you can substitute this absolutely you don't want to sit and do and then you take these out you can actually take a fork to them they're so tender and just kind of make a mash out of it and um, I have a cheesecake in there with sweet potatoes and a lot of uh, great recipes yes soft oh absolutely they're just definitely very a very tender soft cookie for sure if you want them to kind of get you can leave them without covering them because anytime you cover something it makes them softer so if you want to leave them uncovered, so they kind of, you know, get a little crunchier. Um, but yeah, it's just the nature of this cookie. Did you like it? It's good? Good? Um, avocado was interesting. How many of you eat avocado on a regular basis? Okay. Do you do anything besides guacamole? Or just you make uh, guac? Throw them in your smoothie. Okay. Has anyone ever made a mousse with these? What? Oh, like a BLT? Oh. Oh, that sounds really good. Do you know you can make a chocolate mousse with this? It's in my book. <laughs> um, yeah. Five ingredients, uh, cocoa powder, avocado, honey, little vanilla, little whipped cream. Unbelievable. You'll never know there's avocado in there. So uh, another idea used for avocado. Is avocado a fruit or a vegetable? Let's see how many you get this right. Oh, it's a fruit. So my book was kind of tough. It's like baking with vegetables. So technically, of course, it's a fruit, but we handle it as a vegetables so that's why I included it of course I have zucchini zucchini bread in there um, definitely a standard um, red pepper uh, I have it for a couple things but I also have it oh my god you guys got to check it out so Glenn was doing the photo 
for this savory cheesecake. It's a roasted red pepper cheesecake. It's a savory cheesecake. I'm sure you've never had a savory cheesecake, yes? Um, so it's baked. Let's see if I can get this. It's baked in a dish, no crust. Cream cheese, sour cream, shredded cheddar cheese, roasted red peppers, salt, pepper. You bake it in the dish. You serve it at a brunch or a party with uh, pita chips or tortilla chips. It's like a dip, okay? Cheesecake dip. So the funny story is uh, Glenn took the, you know, he's taking the photo. We were all done. He's like, hmm, I've never eaten a savory cheesecake before with red peppers. So try it. Matt, is Matt still here? Oh, no, he's gone. Glenn ate about half of it. Oh, my <laughs> God. I'm like, Glenn, oh, my gosh. But um, so it's always fun, interesting things. Poblano peppers. I have a muffin recipe using poblano peppers. You know, so if anything, hopefully it gets you to explore vegetables maybe that you haven't used before. Okay, so what's the last? Oh, you have the brownie, right? What do you think's in that brownie? Just take a guess. It's on my table. Nope. Nope. Somebody said it. This is in the brownie, cauliflower. So I was looking for another recipe for cauliflower. So there's a book called The Flavor Bible. And if you go in there, it tells you combinations. So if you make cauliflower, what kind of herb, what kind of spice, what goes with it? And I'm reading through cauliflower, and it says cocoa. I said, get out. Cauliflower and cocoa, it says, if you take cauliflower, this bag of rice cauliflower, and caramelize it, brown it till it's nice and brown, what it does, it brings natural sugars out, gets rid of that astringency that you taste, makes it sweet. So I just kind of took, took a basic brownie, threw this in, brought it into class, and they're like, I don't know. I don't know what's in there. Did you try it? Tastes like a brownie. But you sneaked in vegetables, right? So it's like, yay. It's like, oh, I got them to eat vegetables, and they don't even know. It's cocoa. Cocoa, cauliflower, sugar. Did I say butter? Let me think. Butter, eggs, yeah. You have to get the book, but. <laughs> um, butter, cocoa, there's some semi-sweet chocolate in there. Eggs, sugar, vanilla, the caramelized cauliflower. You saute it, mm -hmm. and in the bottom of the, at the recipe, it tells you how to caramelize the cauliflower. So it's olive oil, butter, and the cauliflower, and you just cook and stir it till it browns and again it sweetens it it's amazing and I was like sh just shocked I was like and that only took me one time to do because I mean it works and I was like that's crazy but whoever heard cauliflower and, and chocolate yeah. isn't that crazy yes yes absolutely and again if you can get something called the flavor bible um, it is one of my favorite books. It, it basically was a lifeline. So when I was creating the beet bread, so I'm looking through there. Oh, it says ginger. Okay, good. It says yogurt. Oh, good. Walnuts, good. You know, so then I just started throwing it in, and sure enough, it was great, you know. And so 
um, even if you're cooking at home, you know, to pick up something like that that kind of gives you help of a different way of looking at something. You know, you get so stuck, yes, in the same. Uh, but, you know, many of my book, many of my recipes use canned pumpkin, use, you know, canned sweet potatoes. I'm all cool with that. I just couldn't find beets, you know, that were like ready to go, except for the produce section. But I don't know if you've noticed in produce, like there's like everything ready for you. Zucchini already, <laughs> zucchini in noodle shape, um, things already cut up. Again, this was just a lifeline. How many of you have a food processor? I'm kind of curious. Well, quite a, quite a bit of you, yeah. So um, for the cookbook, I went and bought a real expensive $500 food processor, so um, it works great. So <laughs> I had to justify the cost, right? Um, but you what? Yeah, I bit the bullet. Well, we had it here, and I really liked it at school, so um, I thought it was great. So again, all these recipes, the brownie literally is a one bowl, one bowl, okay? You microwave the butter, uh, take it out, put in the cocoa and the chocolate, stir it, add the sugar, add the eggs to the one. It's literally one bowl. Obviously, you have to caramelize the cauliflower in a separate pan. For the most part, though, one bowl in the oven. It's done in 30-some minutes, and they'll never know there's cauliflower in there. So, um, And after I came up with the book, then I started thinking maybe I should have uh, another edition of and gluten and vegan, right? So if there's anybody who wants any of that. Absolutely, because there's all those gluten-free, all-purpose. You used a what? Okay. Okay. Yeah, and actually, I took several of the recipes and tried it. Took a bought a just standard gluten-free, all-purpose flour mix and put it in. Great. Yeah, perfect for a lot of these. Vegan, I think, would be tougher for me. But gluten-free, yeah, there's so many options now um, for sure. I have a recipe in the book with no eggs in it. So maybe, um, believe it or not, I had a customer come up to me once at a bakery and said, my son can't have eggs. And I was like, oh, I was like, apple pie. I was like trying to think of something we have with no eggs. But uh, yes. Do I what? No, I do not. That's a whole nother ball game. Um, Splenda, all those substitute sugars all react differently than regular granulated sugar or brown sugar. So I didn't even get into that. That's a whole nother, whole nother game there. So generally, you go to their website if you want to use a, a substitute. But like if you bought coconut sugar, it actually tells you for every cup of granulated, use a half cup of coconut sugar. So if you had something like that, but the Splendas, all that, I, uh, no, I didn't test any of them with those. So that's a little tougher because they just, they aren't the same. So do you like everything? Yes. Never would have known. Yes? yes. I, when I first ate this, I'm like, oh my God, there's no way. Because it was such a beautiful pink batter and it goes in the oven and then it comes out brown. I'm like, but you would never even know, right? Kids will be, you know, don't tell them it's beets, right? So uh, hopefully you buy the book. If you have any questions, you know where to reach me <laughs> in culinary arts. Um, 
We have plenty of samples, so if you'd like some more, please, I uh, have plenty here to share. Yes? So as the vegetables produce different um, mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I would say of course, right? right? But that's, I didn't even get into the nutrition of it because then I'd have to hire a nutritionist, yeah, right? And put all that in the book. There's still, the sugar in it. there's still sugar in it. But to me, this is so much healthier, right? I mean, if you can get your kids to eat this and they won't eat beets, and it's got the walnuts, yeah. good omega-3s, it's got the ginger in it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's got some sugar. Can you cut back a little bit? Probably. You know, obviously sugar's in there for a reason. Yeah. Um, but I didn't think it was super sweet no, or anything. No, no. Um, and don't put frosting on it then if you want to watch your sugar. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, that's what I mean. So I, I couldn't make the statement that they're healthier, but you know that, of course, of course, it's going to help. Um, and even like I said, even if it can get somebody to eat more vegetables, do you guys feel like you eat enough? No, I, even I, I just don't eat enough. And so if I can get it through this way, yay, good. I'm happy with it. So, so, um, I'd love to sign and sell you a book if you'd like, and if you buy a book, I will give you some vegetables to take home and make something. <laughs> so, who's the lady who bought a book? So, what vegetable would you like, ma'am? <laughs> what would you like? Do you want to do the cauliflower, butternut squash? Okay. Do you want just this bag then? Okay, great. Any questions from anybody? I thank you. Huh? I thank you all. A round of applause for. Oh, I thank you all for coming. Thank you so much. Chef, it, so one question. This book yes. is also available on Amazon, right? Yes, it's on Amazon. But okay. they also have one here in the library, too, we, have, we think. Yes. And just as an advertisement, since I think there's some employees here or students, we have 20 or 30 different kinds of cookbooks in our collection that you're welcome to check out, all kinds of stuff. So, really fantastic books. So. Okay, okay, thank you all. Thanks for coming. Thank you. Let me. It was wonderful. Who would you like to?